Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toladano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, all right. This is a brand new episode of the Iron Rapport podcast coming live and direct at you. And we're going to start it off with this lyric right here. I get nasty like a muck pile, then you out of luck, child, because my fuck style is fuck wild. Back off the firm germ, courtship is short term void at the last drop of sperm. I reckon, so check it, that's life, live it there. I'm making mama strip naked and just give it here. What I said. All right, this is Michael Rappaport. You listen to the I Am Rappaport podcast. I, I, I'm, I don't know why I say those intros, if anybody. Do you think I should say the intros? Yeah, I can't assume. Keep rocking, man. Do what you do. Thanks, G. I appreciate the encouragement. This is Michael Rappaport. You listen to the I Am Rappaport podcast. And I'm in here. We're in New York City coming live and direct. I'm in here with my partner, Gerald Moody, a.k.a. G. Monetti. What's up, G? What up, what up? Chilling, man. Just hanging out. You know, we've made some comments on this show uh, we we've had our fun. Let's say with Bruce Jenner. Mm-hmm. We 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 we've funny. Had, it, it's a funny topic. It's it's a sh- it's an unusual topic. It, it, it's let's say shocking for somebody that famous this late in his life, and to be famous for such a male thing, and it was such a male icon of the seventies. How could you not think and and say that that's funny? There's a lot of humor there, right? Outrageous. It's outrageous. Yeah. Without judging it, just yeah. from a comedic point of view, it's outrageous. Yep. Bruce Jenner, gold medalist, the first guy on a Wheaties box? Was he the first guy? I think he was the first guy on the Wheaties right. box. Male, had the, the, the sex symbol. This is a sex symbol from the 70s. Right. Not just in sports. You have to understand, Bruce Jenner was- Popular culture. Pop yeah. culture. Okay, so you see how LeBron is now? There, that's how Bruce Jenner was. Yeah. You see how, like, who, who else? Tom Brady? Yeah. That's how Bruce Jenner is. Like, 
fucking who else at the center of the, at the yeah. center of it a track guy so it was a track star who was that famous it was highly unusual and he was on tonight show and the muppet show and he was famous man yeah, yeah. hanging out in the 70s probably freaking off and now he wanted to be a lady well, well yeah i was gonna you're just jumping you're jumping really <laughs> quick and now he wants to be a lady so it's funny that don rickles you know, comedians go crazy off this stuff. <laughs> so the other day, uh, Jamie Foxx, who I got to tell you, man, let me tell you something before. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to stay focused on but I want to say the other day I was at Snoop Dogg's show. Mm-hmm. He has his online show, GGN, the Snoop Dogg show. And, and I went there and I got interviewed by Snoop Dogg. And, of course, I had to interview him because I had so many questions to ask for. But before I went on, Jamie Foxx was being interviewed by Snoop Dogg. And then I got to hang out with Jamie Foxx, uh, which I've done over the years, in, in short spurts. But let me tell you something. This guy, Jamie fucking Foxx, and I said this that day, is, is one of the most talented people I've ever seen. And he wasn't performing. You're going to be like, what do you mean? From him telling a story, he told me about three stories in a room. It was me, Dean Collins, my man who comes on the show. Right. Tyron Turner from Menace to Society was a, a, a good, good dude, friend of mine. He was there. And Snoop Doggy Dog. And he told two stories. He told a story from beginning to end of him during the 94 earthquake. And he was at, he was with Bismarcky. I don't want to take his story, but he was with Bismarcky. So Jamie Foxx told me this hilarious story. He was at a diner with Bismarcky when the fucking earthquake in 94 hit. And it was an incredible story. And he was doing biz and he was doing all the people and he was doing how customers were reacting. And he's just going off the cuff. Like, you know how like I'm telling a story and it's right. fuck probably boring as hell? Imagine when Jamie Foxx was doing it, he like becomes all the characters and he's just, he's, it's not like he's practicing. He's just doing it off the cuff. So I'm like, this fucking guy... Like, just to see him talk. yeah, Crazy talent. And then I asked him, I said, yo, because rumor has it that he might be playing Mike Tyson in a Mike Tyson biopic with Scorsese directed. And I asked him about that. I said, is that going to happen? And I'll leave the answer to him. His answer will be his answer, you know. But it's it's reporting that it might happen. And, you know, who knows? So, but then I said, yo, like, how's that going to work? Like, what's going to happen? And he started doing his Mike Tyson voice. And he started doing the Mike Tyson that he would do in the movie. Not the, the he's done the version where like, you know, the comedic version where like he, Mike Tyson was going to fuck him up. He's done that. And he did it on, I think on it in Living Color. Color yeah. But he started doing it as the Mike Tyson, the humanized Mike Tyson. Do you know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, wow. Yo, and he was doing it for about five or 10 minutes and me, and I'm not a name dropping, I'm just telling you the people out there, no one was filming it, no one was recording it. So it was just some, it was a special thing. Snoop Dogg, Tyron, and, and, and you know, and, we, and he's doing the Mike Tyson. He's doing it right in my face. And I'm like, yo, this motherfucker became Mike Tyson in front of me. Wow. I'm telling you, he, he and it wasn't some other the, shit. He was on some other shit. Yeah. He became Mike Tyson in front of me. And I was like, holy fuck, this guy's going to, and I, yo, you're going to, he's going to win an Oscar for playing Mike Tyson. Because the way he was doing it was like, it was, you were like, oh shit, this is the real Mike Tyson. Like, right, right. You know, like the, the, the fragile, gentle, confused Mike Tyson. I saw Jamie Foxx do that in front of me at Snoop Dogg's GGN thing. So that guy's, my whole thing is that Jamie Foxx is enormously talented. That motherfucker is sickly talented. The only other person who I've ever seen that much talent is when I I worked on the the movie Metro with Eddie Murphy. 
And Eddie Murphy was the same way. Like when he tells a story and when he's talking, you're just like, and it's not just because he's Eddie Murphy. You see why he's Eddie Murphy. Why, why all of yeah. You see how he got to become Eddie Murphy because you're just like, yo, this guy is super talented like, on some other shit. Unusual talent. Unusual yeah, shit. Yeah. Remembers everything. Like, like you're just like, and I'm, you're saying talent. He was just talking. I'm saying, yeah, you see why he could be all those characters. Right. Same thing with Jamie, Jamie Foxx. Fox. Like he was telling me like, he, yo, he's just telling a regular story and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> yo, this guy, it's like, yo, this is just like, it's like a fucking performance, but he's not performing and it's not in that annoying way. Right. It's just organic. Right. He fucked my head up. So Jamie Foxx, that would be called a Jamie Foxx rant, a pro Jamie Foxx rant. He deserves it. He, he deserves He fucked my head up. I got to breathe. So anyway, so Jamie Foxx the other night at the iHeartRadio Awards, he made some jokes. Well, what was the jokes? He made a handful of jokes about Bruce Jenner. Um, he said he's doing a his and her duet by himself. That's and funny. the crowd, and he did like a couple of, and it's funny. It's a funny joke. And now people from the gay and lesbian community and the transgender community are saying his jokes were mean and derogatory and he's uninformed and he's ignorant. And I want to say to you guys, hold your fucking horses, all right? Because for years, for years, Jamie Foxx has done comedy, poking fun at black people, his own people, N-word this, N-word that. Some would be funny, some would be graphic. He did a great thing on being in Africa. He, he's done great bits for years, all predominantly, you would say, black humor, right? Yep. Some putting down black people, some building up black people, says the N-word. I'm not judging it. My point is, why don't the gay and lesbian community people have a comment with that? Why is it now it's a comedian, and, he, and why is this is the hot subject? Like, So if it's so normal and it's so regular and it's so accepting, we can't make jokes about it? We can make ISIS jokes. Yeah. We can make Obama jokes. No one has a problem with that. But if you do the hot button topic of today, now it's because we should be we should be more understanding. We should be just because he made a joke doesn't mean he's not understanding. Right. It's it's a joke. It's a joke. It's comedy. And he he made jokes about all sorts of subjects. Right. Everybody's fair game. This, this day and age, like if Don Rickles started his career now, that you know there'd be no Don Rickles. Yeah. He wouldn't exist. He'd be in. He'd be banished off of Twitter. <laughs> Don Rickles, the great Don Rickles. Don Rickles, yeah. Who's other great insult comic comedians? Dice Clay. Dice Clay, yo, Andrew Dice Clay. If he started his comedy career now, the stuff that he said in oh. the eighties and the nineties, it wouldn't work. Chris <laughs> Rock says black stuff, black this, black this, and really informative, insightful stuff. The gay and the lesbian community doesn't say Chris Rock don't do that. Yeah, but Jamie Fox. And it's not because he's black. It's because it's the hot button topic. I'm saying, so we've talked about Bruce Jenner. What, what are some of the comments that we've said about Bruce Jenner? We say he need to cut that dick and show them he's serious. We said that, and what else did we say? <laughs> okay, wait, let me, let me try that again. <laughs> Bruce Jenner's going to cut that dick and come out with his dick in a jar. And she's gonna, he's going to show it to the media, show it to TMZ, show it to Saturday Night Live, show it to all the comedians, show it to the people ho- f- harassing him every day and say, listen, I cut this dick off. Yep. I am really trying to do this. This is a painful, physically painful and awkward thing. Would you just let me have a month to myself? And I'll bet you that the people would respect that. 
They'd be like, all right, you know what? And he'll say, you know what? Then I'll have a press conference and you guys could, I'll give all of you guys the pic. No, this is no bullshit. I'll give you first dibs at the pictures, but just give me 30 days. I yeah. just cut my dick off, guys. <laughs> Can you imagine? The guys will understand. I would be like, oh, yo, fuck it, it man. Yo, Harvey Levin would be like, yo, leave him be. <laughs> Even Harvey Levin would be like, yo, just give him, give this guy a fucking break. Just leave him alone. Just to leave him alone, man. Let him live a normal life for 30 days. And he's, then, then. He's he, serious. Then he's serious. So we suggested that. What else did we suggest for Bruce Jenner? And he said he, he wanted to date women. We, we were confused because he wanted to date women. And you know, the, when, we, when we talked about Bruce Jenner, I got to tell you this, Gerald. One of the biggest I Am Rappaport fans, mm. her name is Tracy. I don't, she's friends with my girl. But I met her because she was a big fan. She and she's the probably the yo, there's a big fan. She's a big fan. She was like G Monetti. I love her. She was, but she said that she was a little bit offended by our Bruce Jenner stuff. Mm. And I listened to what she said. She said it's serious. Now, all the people that are transitioning, sexuality, listen, we're coming at you from a, a humorous point of view. Yeah. So we respect the privacy. We give you the dignity that you, in real life, we give you the dignity and we give you the respect by talking and making jokes about you. Just like we make jokes about ourselves. We make jokes about our kids. We make jokes about our, 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 our family. We make jokes about basketball players we love. Yep. So we, we're treating you the same way by making jokes and, and spoofing you and talking shit about you. So we think that that's a, a form of respect and treating you normal. The same. The same way. Just yeah. like we, we made jokes about who? Lena Dunham's man. <sighs> Lena Dunham's man. We made a joke about him last week because Lena Dunham got an article that she wrote in uh, New Yorker magazine comparing her Jewish boyfriend to the dog. It was a, it was a, it was a spoof. It, was, it wasn't literal, but she was saying it was, a, it was a test. It was a quiz. Jewish boyfriend or dog? And, I, and I've been thinking about this because I got some blowback from me saying, you know, me, me saying about it because, oh, like the stereotypes and Jews and so many people on Twitter, blowback from Twitter. One guy, that was the blowback. The blowback was just somebody's. <laughs> one guy. It was one, it was one tweet. That's the kind of blowback. But this guy said, you know, why would you say that and, you know, insult her and all that stuff. And I said, yo, I'm saying that if money's fuck game was insane. She wouldn't be talking the shit she's this talking. Wouldn't be, this, she'd come up with another thing. She'd be like, yo, my man is dicking me down lovely. She'd write about that. But she's not writing she about it. She called him a fucking dog. She called him a fucking dog. And, 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 and that his, her mom said, he's a nice boy. And I quote the Jungle Brothers. You say you, you have a boyfriend, but like you said, he is a boy. <laughs> I am the real thing. He is just a toy. Uh -huh. not, not something that you pick up and want to put down. Because, girl, you could have me all year round. I'm going to do you. I'm going <laughs> to do you. I'm going to do you. Yo, yo, yo. Quoting so, Jungle Brothers. Yo, we just went into the Jungle Brothers shit. So what I'm saying is, is that I don't like when women call men boys. Like, oh, he's a nice boy. Yeah. And, 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 and I'm saying, as a Jew, I'm sick and tired of the emasculation of the Jewish men. Now, the, the stereotypical Jewish man is... Woody Allen, Larry David, Jerry Seinfeld. And I'm proud of those stereotypes. Those guys represent the Jewish community. My father is like a six foot two version of Larry David. He looks. No doubt. <laughs> he looks like he could be Larry David's Hell cousin. Yeah. Okay, so I come from that. But I'm also. 
I, I don't like just that stereotype being the stereotype. I don't like just the 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 the, the Upper East Side sort of privileged New York City Jew because that's not what we all are. And and I and I feel like her being. She's Jewish herself, and I feel like her being someone who's in a position, she, she, she's done a great job at breaking down stereotypes and femininity. Why are you going to go back and have a, a, a dude who's, a, who's, who's obviously not dicking you down right? Who's obviously not yeah, yeah, why dope you, dicking yeah. you. Do you know what dope dicking is, Gerald? <laughs> You're getting hit with the dope dick. <laughs> Like you high, it's as if you were. Hi- yeah, yeah, it's like, if you were as high. You know what I call it? Rubber dicking. <laughs> Your shit feels like rubber, and you're in the zone. And I know this is getting really graphic, but <laughs> the point is, is it, it? It doesn't. It has nothing to do with. It has less to do with you than it does to do with the girl. Because in order to have a fuck style that's buckwild, mm. you need to. You your style has to be changeable. Like you need to be a versatile lover. Right? It's more about adjusting to the woman and finding out that her fuck style is buck wild. Yes, yes. Yes. And by doing that, then... Homegirl wouldn't be talking like she's talking. She's talking greasy about her how man. You gonna, her man is a rock and roll dude. He's how, a hipster guy. And how are you going to be in the press dissing me? Calling it, me a dog? Yo... See, he's going to laugh it off and think it's funny. And it's like, not funny. It's not funny. So you're making me look bad. And you, you're, making, you're making the boyfriend look bad, and I don't like the stereotype. As a Jewish man, I'm not with that shit. That's my what, father raised me right. to not be with that shit. And my father, like I said, looks like Larry David, but he's not on that shit. Not all what Jews, shit? neurotic, um, you know, totally fucking frail freaked out cheap the whole like she said oh, her boyfriend doesn't bring her wallet uh. like and, and like that yo you bringing up wallets about jews lena dunham come on you're <laughs> way better than that she said <laughs> you're way but you're jewish you don't want yo I, I keep a wallet i tip i pride myself on being a good tipper i me i'm jewish i i pride myself on being a good right. tipper okay like you'd be hard pressed to find somebody to say michael rapport is not a good tipper if you're a fucking asshole, I'll still give you a good tip. You got to be really fucked up. But I pride myself on being a good tipper. Right. So some of the things that she said, some of the, the, the things she said, this is because he comes from a culture in which mothers focus every ounce on their, of their attention on their offspring and don't acknowledge their own need for independence as a woman. They are sucked dry by their children who ultimately leave them as soon as they find suitable mates. Anything less than that, this, she said this, as, as, as a result, this dynamic, he expects to be weighted on hand and foot, meaning a lazy pussy Jew. He expects to be weighted on hand and, and she's comparing it to her, like she said, or is that a dog? No. Weighted on hand and foot by the woman in his life, anything less than, than that makes him whiny and distant. He doesn't tip. And he never brings his wallet anywhere. That's, yo. Oh, man. That's see, that's perpetuating this shit yeah. about, yo, I, I've never met a Jew like that. Right. I've, I've honestly, and I, I've, I've grown up, my fam- I've never met a, my family is generous people. Right. My, own, my entire family, my, my grandmother, my mother, my father. And she's Jewish. And, and, and see, and, the, the, and this is the same thing. <laughs> and and uh, Lena Dunham is Jewish. That's what I'm saying. And, and see, this is the interesting thing about the, the Jamie Foxx thing. See, the, there's been a lot of Jews who have said they don't like her saying that. Like, I'm saying that. Right, right. And 
you know, and then Jamie Foxx makes the jokes about Bruce Jenner and a transgender, and then the transgender and gay and lesbian community freak out on him. So what are the rules? Right. Can only a, a transgender comedian about make it. about transgender? But is a transgender comedian allowed to talk about Jews? Is a transgender comedian allowed to talk about the president? Like, what's on, li- on limits and off limits? That's, that's the point. But the, 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 the thing that I wanted to just say, we, we're, we're kind of all over the place, but it's good. It's having a good, good conversation here. The thing that we're, we're, what I wanted to say is that the dude, the rock and roll dude, his name is, fuck is his name? I don't know. What's Lena name. Dunham's boyfriend's name? Peter. You talking to me? I know you don't know. You don't even know. Talking to me, yo. What the guy? Honestly, you know, like the hipster kit it looks like like a Saturday Night Live character. If they were doing like a hipster becomes a rock and roll dude, he looks like that dude. The point is, Lena, and and rock and roll dude, you need to get you you you, you need to satisfy your lady more in the bedroom. And if you satisfy your lady more in the bedroom. She's going to be writing about that and not about you maybe or maybe not bringing your wallet and you being whiny and basically a bitch-ass dude. Yeah. And, you know, her show takes place in Brooklyn. What part? Uh, you know, Williamsburg, Greenpoint, that kind of stuff. Oh, oh shit. Man, gentrified. Ain't, that ain't the Bushwick in the Williamsburg I know. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. What, what was Bushwick like when you grew up? What was, what was the... the, 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 the they call they don't they don't call they call that shit South Williamsburg now. South Williamsburg. Bushwick ain't Bushwick. Bucktown. None of that, man. It's all over. So but she's in a nice spot now, right? She's a, yeah, she she films in a nice spot. They've never done an episode. I watch the show Girls occasionally. I like it. It's a funny show. Um I and and I'm I enjoy seeing New York on 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 television no matter you know, no matter what. They've never done an episode of Girls in Brownsville. <laughs> yeah. Show us your guts. Come out to Brownsville. If you really want to do an episode of... Have the girls and that, and that dude, the, the, the uh, Adam, Adam Driver, right. have his character get lost in Brownsville. And then the show will really be true to New York and show what happens when Adam Driver and Lena Dunham are walking through... Cephalo. Or... Langston Hughes. Or... Van Dyke. Or Brownsville Houses. Or Marcus Garvey Projects. Or Tilden. Or Pink Houses. That's the East. <laughs> yeah, but get your Brownsville ch- is, 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 you know that Brownsville. I didn't mention Howard. Yeah. You didn't even mention Howard. Brownsville, is it true that Brownsville is the largest population of housing projects in the world? The largest concentration. The, the, lo- the largest, sorry, the largest concentration of housing projects in the world is in... A mile of, basically a mile of uh, public housing. And, and this show, Girls, takes place in Brooklyn. But they don't go there. They don't even mention Brownsville. See, that, that would be better for their show. How can you survive out here? We, we're, we're pitching that episode. We're pitching that right? episode of the show. You're so Brooklyn... Why you ain't in Brownsville? If you're so fucking Brooklyn, <laughs> why are you not in Brownsville? Right. Everywhere else, these people love to talk about. I am in Bed-Stuy. Brownsville, you got roots there because it was once Jewish. I got roots there because it was once Jewish. So Leah. Lena Dunham probably knows. I exactly. bet you she's got people that are from Brownsville. So she has to at least, they have to go visit their grandmother's house. 
in Brownsville. My, my grandmother was from Brownsville, mm-hmm. East New York Avenue. But then I didn't know shit about that. Then in 1982, I met up with Gerald Moody in the 80s. Now, the rap songs that you hear about, when they talk about that New York, that Brooklyn shit, that all that Biggie Small shit, all that MOP shit, all that Cool G rap shit, not that he's from there, but like that, that picture that was painted, Brownsville was a wild fucking place. In 1982. Oh, man. It was a wild fucking place. It has a reputation and has always had that. It's always had a reputation. Before, before the migration of black people there. It's always had. Like, always been bottom. Brownsville, Brooklyn. Henry Hill comes from there. And I, Henry Hill comes from Good, there. Fucking Goodfellas. Evelyn Brody, <laughs> my, my grandmother, my beautiful grandmother, may she rest in peace, is from there. Mike Tyson. Riddick World B. Bo, Free. World B. Fly Williams. Willie Randolph. Pearl Washington. Otis Wilson. Eddie Mustafa Muhammad. <sighs> Riddick Bowe. Yes. Shannon Briggs. A lot of people are from Brownsville. A lot of people are from Brownsville. Phil Sellers. Phil S- <laughs> uh, Smiths. Jocko. Smiths. Oh, Jimmy Smith. Jimmy Smith. Lyle Alzado. Lyle Alzado's from Brownsville. So, anyway, we're on a little Brownsville run. So, that's our suggestion. Girls... That show HBO, I want the Lena Dunham character and the Adam Driver character to get lost in Brownsville and let the fucking games begin. It'll be like a fucking... That's the show. That's the show. Follow them around. Go to the pizza shop. Get a beef patty. Yeah. Let me see you do that. Be, be in Brown... And then I'll be like, yo, this really represents Brooklyn. Yeah. <laughs> this is the I Am Rapport podcast. This is uh, Michael Rapport, my partner, G. Moody. Yes, man. What's so, the deal? What, what, what do you want to talk about, man? I was reading the fucking uh, New York Post. Mm-hmm. And they, they said 007, Roger Moore, has a problem with Idris Elba being considered for 007, James oh, Bond. Yeah, I heard about that. What and do you have to say about that? First, I want to say fuck Roger Moore. <laughs> First, I want to say, fuck you, Roger Moore. And, fuck you. And he said, uh, although an Irish has played Bond and a Welshman, whatever, a Welsh has played Bond, I think it should only be for the, the real English English. Now, this motherfucker was born and raised in London. Right. But what he's saying is, you're not really one of us. Oh, no. You should just say, I want a white guy. And he's like, we say you're English, but you're really not one of us. Oh, yeah, we, we are born here. Right, right. Yeah, and you, and they you don't sound look like at, us. They don't look like, at him the same. Right. So they, when they say, oh, this guy's good, he's, he's, he's English. No, he isn't. That's what he was saying. That's what he's saying. As a black person, that's how I interpret that. So do you think that Idris Elba, who's a really good actor, has that look? That, that, that je ne sais quoi that James Bond has had over the years. Do you think he should play 007? Yes. He said, if offered to me, of course. You know, the crazy thing is, is that I'll bet you that it, it, you know, the Hollywood, like the gossip is so crazy. Like he might not even be up for the role. It's like this kind of shit in Hollywood. Like it might turn out when they'd be like, yeah, he wasn't even ever considered. So-and-so was already cast for three years. It's like Hollywood, like the, the, the internet and the way rumors start now. But anyway, the, the point is, I think, yeah, he'd be, I, I'd want to see it if Idris was, was a, it'd be a whole new audience. 
Why he's not dope. It? He's a dope actor, Idris Elba. He killed it on the wire. He kills it in all his yeah, shit. Yeah, man. He's 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 a smooth dude, too. I met I met him once in the bathroom. Like I was going into the bathroom, and I was like, yo, what's up? What's up? He was like, What's up? What's up, man? Cool. And he had the accent and shit, and he had the hat on. He was chilling. I was like, yo, shit, there was Idris Elba. He's just walking into the piss room while I was walking out of it. Yo. Yeah. I got a fucking other thing, man. Oh, yeah. What is it? You know, I see a lot of these women dressed like like men. What do you mean? Like. That oh, style. Style with the pants hanging down. Oh, and, off their ass? Yeah. I don't like, like that. Real aggressive, man. Real aggressive. But that's in New York, too. You're in New York. You're talking about like on the subway? How old are these girls? Yo, I just see them on the street and, and hear them on the, on, in the stores and stuff, like, real hard. Yeah. Can we call them women? The the girls who beat that girl up in McDonald's? Those girls. Are, they should be in another category. Brutes. <laughs> Male, f- female, brutes. And let them be with the men. Like all the, all the ones that are outrageous, the violent. Let them be together. Those girls that beat that girl up in Brooklyn and Flatbush. It, it, man, I, I, I have a tough time with that shit, man. Yo. I have a tough time with that shit. I want to... And you know, the violence that is... You know, you could see violence on the internet. You know, there's a... There's like... There's Twitter accounts where it's like, just fight. You could see like these six seconds or six second fights. Yo. I think it's called six second fights. I was like, damn. Yo, there's so much violence you could you you could see on... Like, boom, like that. It's just... Degradation of society <sighs> in front of your eyes. And we, 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 sound like, we, we sound like old motherfuckers, but like, yo, I'm... I hate seeing these videos. See, these women are the type. A couple of years ago, in McDonald's here on West 4th Street, two girls jumped behind the counter. Oh, yeah, we're going to get that video. And went at money, right? Those are the type of women I'm talking about. Two they years walk- ago at the McDonald's on West 4th Street, there's a video. We're going to cut. We're going to show the video. We're going to bring that video back out. And, and um, these are the type of women that they slap the guy they spit in his face and then they jumped over. So are these women? They Can jumped we... over the cat. They were little too. It's right. like a six foot three guy. They were screaming on right. him and all this and shit. And he had just came home. He had just came in. He was trying to ignore them, yep. trying to ignore him. And then one of them hit him. And then he got a metal rod and caved in their skull. And I said he should have been. He's the New Yorker of the fucking decade. Yo. I, and people are going to be offended by what you just said. I don't give But a if f- you see the video and you see how patient he was, he was under attack. And these are fucking women and he just came home. He just came home and they wouldn't leave him alone. And then he picked up a thing and she, it was like the perfect storm. She ran into it and, and got hit. And, 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 and like, I was like, it's so crazy. You have to see the whole video, but he was trying to avoid it. But, but. You can only take so much. The point is, is like, are those women? Exactly. That's the point. Can you call my mom and my, you can call my mom and my grandma. My mom wouldn't do that. <laughs> those are not women. Those, Would your mom do that? <laughs> in the store. Would your sister do that? Nobody I know, no woman in my family, my history, would jump behind the counter. I, I hate the violence, the women on women <laughs> violence. It's like, yo, I, is, that's not, is that part of the feminist movement? Is that, is that part of, like, yeah. is that like, yo, we're strong women, so we fight? Have women always been fighting, but we're seeing it because of video? I, I don't think so. It's progressive. Women, they shouldn't be behaving like this. Of all colors, fighting each other, pulling each other's hair, kicking each other in the head. Women, 
young women, older women fighting each other. I don't like it. No one likes that No one shit. fucking likes yeah. that shit, man. Think of your woman fighting and kicking ass in the street. What kind of woman? That's not a woman. It's a fucking brute. <clears throat> and then you're saying, what kind of woman? What is a woman? See, you got you to gotta jump ahead of what people will say because people criticize you. Be like, who are you to say what kind of woman? I'm saying... Yo, when you think of woman, you don't think of somebody fighting in the motherfucking street? When they show Cinderella, like the <laughs> images you think of woman... That's probably the first image you show a little girl, like Cinderella, some shit like that. You don't show them the women beating the shit out of other women. <laughs> Spitting in the other girl's yeah. face. Yeah. Savage shit, yo. I hate it, man. I, I hate it. So this is our, so you're saying that the I Am Rapport podcast isn't for everybody. This is our pro-female episode of the I Am Rapport podcast or segment. I don't want to see any more of it. And man, if you see two women fighting, stop it. Don't film it. Stop it. You're sitting there filming it, you fucking dummies. <laughs> These teenagers with the filming and the fucking wanting to be famous on Twitter and all that shit. Leave it to me and G Monetti. We're the Twitter stars on this <laughs> motherfucker. We're the fucking hosts of the I Am Rappaport podcast. Word up. <laughs> you don't need to be famous for fucking posting women beating up other women. This is the I Am Rappaport podcast. We'll be right back. You're going to listen to some funk now. Yes, 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 yes. G. Moody, how many T-shirts do you think we should give away today? How many do you want to give away? Pick a number. Ten. G. Moody. Ten. All right. Here's how you're going to get I Am Rappaport Podcast T-shirts this week. You're going to go on to Instagram and you're going to tag my name, Michael Rappaport, and G. Monetti. G Monetti. G, I'm not spelling this shit. Just tag me. All right. And then hashtag I am Rappaport. <laughs> and the, the first 10 people to do their favorite line that G Monetti has said. I, there, we, you have fans. It's going to fuck you. The first 10 people to either quote G Monetti or do an impression of G Monetti win soft I am Rappaport podcast t shirts. You get that? The first 10. Things that I see on Instagram of people doing G Monetti, either quotes or impersonations, they win. 10 t-shirts. And you know what? If there's 12, 13, 14, 15 of you and you, and you guys do it, t-shirts, free t-shirts, soft ass, really nice t-shirts. Yeah. All right? That's how it's going to work this week. This is an embedded giveaway in the episode. What's up, G Monetti? Yo, I, I'm going to hit you with We some- should order some pizza. Yeah, you know I'm gonna try to do. A, uh, hit me up, but I'm sorry to interrupt. I asked you a question. You know we're also gonna do a live episode. Word? Would the fans like a live episode? Comment on Twitter. Yeah, we would Let like a li- like. Yo, I need some more Twitter involvement, man. I got like fifty-seven thousand Twitter followers, which is shit. <laughs> more than, yeah, a lot of these fucking actors got a million nine hundred ninety-nine shit actors. Yeah, I mean there's good ones with it. But but there's shit actors like three hundred. How do I get more followers, guys? And you doing double time? Man. I'm doing double. I'm giving you podcasts. I'm giving away free T-shirts, and I got fifty seven thousand followers. It's kind of embarrassing. Yeah, come on, show that love. I mean, I feel like in my heart, I have two million followers. Like I I I talk and I do the show as if I was doing it to two million people. 
I feel like like that that that's one of the strengths of, of the I Am Rapport podcast is that we give blood on the floor every episode. So even though I only have a measly fifty seven thousand, isn't that kind of fucked up? Like no. if I thought about it, and I was like, you've been acting for this long, and all you got is fifty seven thousand followers. You yeah. fucking bum, you. Yeah, and you putting out this gold, and I'm putting out this gold, and yep. I've been doing all kind of shit, and all I could fucking wrangle up is fifty seven thousand yeah. fucking followers, and I turn on, and I see fucking these. Teeny bopper dick lickers, and they got three million, and this one's got that many millions, and this fucking reporter and other podcasts have three hundred sixty-three, and we got fifty-seven thousand. And G Monetti, the sidekick of I Am Rapport podcast, you don't even have a thousand uh, yeah, followers. I don't have a fucking thousand. That's fucked up. Don't you feel like in your heart, like I, my ego is like I have millions of them. How do you feel about yourself? I feel I got. Gerald's always happy when when you're like, yo, I got more followers. I look, I'm like thinking maybe like there's an explosion. He's, he's got, he's like up to 274. This yeah. guy's got like 200. How could G Monetti, the sidekick for the I Am Rapport podcast, only have 274,000, 274 total followers? Yeah, what the fuck? What the fuck, man? This is the I Am Rapport podcast. I hate to toot our own horn, people, yeah. but we are so doing hard. the damn thing. Listen to the music. We got Wigga Please, my nephew Duncan. Neff, Neff. We have the De Niro line of the week. We have celebrities. We don't have celebrities. We do shit about politics, sports, current events. We do Wigga Please about current events. Obama, crises in New York with the police, police brutality, all of that shit. Let's stay focused. NBA playoffs coming up, G. Moody. Yeah, yeah. I made predictions earlier in the year. They were pretty spot on, except for some injury things. Although I I predicted the Clippers to be better. And I thought that the uh, OKC was going to be better, but they had injuries. Yeah. But my biggest one was that I said Atlanta would be a toilet bowl. And they're really good. They're good. But I did say they would be a toilet bowl. I thought that Danny Ferry thing was going to just destroy that fucking team. Right. So, but I did say that. And I own up to it. And But that was where I was thinking. But other than that, I'm pretty good. I, I thought the Knicks would make the playoffs too. That was, oh, fuck. Yeah. I did say that they'd be an AC. That's fucked up. I'm surprised that Miami is doing as well. I, I, I just didn't know if, if Dwayne Wade had it in the tank, but... Right now, he has it in the fucking yeah, tank. he got it. He's still- he had 40 points the other night. He's on that old man slow shit, stutter steps and all that shit. Like, Dwayne Wade's style of game, and he's got that touch around the rim. He's a great player. Yeah, he's a great player. He, he, he they say him- he might be the number three best uh, shooting guard of all time. Like, Jordan, Kobe, Dwayne Wade. He got the numbers, I think. Yeah, he's he's Yo, that he's that dude. He's that fucking dude. He's that dude. D Wade. I'm, I'm concerned about Cleveland, and people say, "Why are you concerned? Why why do you hate Cleveland?" Like it's the Cleveland Cavaliers, and I say, "I don't hate the Cleveland Cavaliers." Aren't you happy for the city? Yes, I am happy for the city. Well, don't you think that Cleveland, you know, deserves a championship? Fuck you, man. Fuck you, bro. <laughs> the Knicks haven't won shit. Cleveland, you're not supposed to win shit. <laughs> yeah. Okay? You never won. You never won. At least won. we won. At least we won. Right. right. So fuck <laughs> you. No, I don't, I, don't, I don't want you motherfuckers. I want the Knicks 
to be doing it. <laughs> that's that's true. <laughs> or at least I want the Knicks to get a, a, a fucking ring before Cleveland. Cleveland. Kyrie yeah. Irving's never been in a playoff game. Now I'm not saying he's not going to show out because he's gonna. Yeah. He's going to show his ass he's gonna be in a good way. He's going to put it down in the playoffs. Kyrie Irving is going to yo. Kyrie Irving in the playoffs is must must watch TV. He's going to be busting dudes' ass every fucking game. Yeah. And he's going to have a few games where he goes like for like 52, 47. He should be amped up for this. And Kyrie Irving going for 47, that's a show. Stephon Curry, that is a oh, show. Man, that's Steph- must-watch TV in the playoff. Russell Westbrook is on. Yeah. They ain't some- making the fucking playoffs. No, nah, they're going to make the playoffs. They're going to make the playoffs. Yo, Russell Westbrook is... There, there's not a nickname for him. He should be called like the Tasmanian he Devil. He has no nickname, right? He's on some shit. I don't know how come they haven't come up with a nickname. I, maybe his nickname should be Undefinable. That'd be dope. He comes out with a sneaker called Undefinable for Nike How are you going to fit that shit. motherfucker out? How you going to wrap it around? I don't say? know. I'm just saying, yo, you can't do Tasmanian. Yo, I've never seen somebody since Iverson play as hard as him every single night. And he, he's a bigger... More uh, ferocious athlete than Iverson, so you see it, you see it, you feel it more. I- Iverson was, you know, he didn't dunk, you know, he did exciting, crazy shit, but he like the, Russell Westbrook's those, those dunks, the, the attacking of the rim. Yeah. Iverson attacked in a different way, floaters, layups, and she wasn't dunking on yeah, you. Yeah. Russell Westbrook be banging it on. Yeah, you. yeah, no doubt. He 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 is that dude. He's that dude. Yeah. You know who Allen Iverson, you know, I heard him say once about who inspired him the most as far as playing hard, who his favorite player was. Do you, you know who he's? Three whale. Latrell. Because uh-huh. when Latrell was playing with the Golden State Warriors, he still had it when he was at the Knicks, but he slowed down a little bit. Right. He, he was slowed attacking down. that shit. He, Latrell had no left hand. Latrell right. doesn't have a good left hand. Right, right. But he played hard. But when he was with, the, with Golden State before he choked out P.J.? <laughs> And he had the braids. Yeah. That was when he was attacking the rim. He like was the- on some shit. Latrell would bang it on your fucking head. Spree, that's a great point. That's a good point, right? Spreewell so is the original. I say it's Spreewell, Iverson, and then Russell Westbrook. Yeah. But I bet you Russell Westbrook loves Iverson, and I'll bet you Russell, West- Russell Westbrook, although he's too young to have seen him play live, sees the old Spree. And even when he came to the Knicks, that motherfucker was yeah. relentless. Yeah, that's why he's loved here. He's still. loved here. He played hard as fuck. Yep. All his stuff that he got in the off the court and the way he left the Knicks, you could forget about that. Latrell Sprewell was on some shit. He's a great NBA player. Yeah, yeah. And, and I mean, obviously his, his shit got off track, and, but as far as a player... That motherfucker was Sprewell. hell. Yeah, yeah. Latrell Sprewell was hell. Yeah. The whole, you know, PJ Carlissimo thing, we talked about it. You talk about that first, but it's a shame because Latrell Sprewell is a motherfucker. Yeah, good. Hell yeah. <clears throat> anyway. You know what I want to talk about, man? What, what do you want to talk about, Gerald? When they traded Isaiah Thomas and they interviewed him in the... In the fucking uh, locker room. You mean Isaiah Thomas, who went from Phoenix, that was doing well with him and Drogic... Tragic, whatever, you know his name. And he went to Boston. Right, and they were asking him in the fucking locker room, uh, um, uh, do you, did Danny Age uh, consult with you or tell you about uh, what direction he's going in the team? And I'm saying, I'm saying to my, looking at him like, why don't he just fucking say, yo, I don't know what the fuck's going on in here. I just got to fucking Boston. 
I just got here. I don't know. I don't even know Danny Ainge. <laughs> I haven't even met Danny Ainge yet. So to answer your question, I have no fucking clue. <laughs> instead, instead, Isaiah's got to say all this this stuff. He's got to, you know, uh, I hope so, and the direction that they're going in, and this and that, and the other thing. He's got to be politically correct. He's like, I haven't seen my kids in three and a half weeks. They're still in school in Phoenix. My family's still over there. You think this motherfucker... I'm a piece of... Meat that could be traded. I might not. I not, I might not even make it here through the playoffs. <laughs> right, right. I have no idea. I have no. Why would you fu- ask me that? Don't ask me that. <laughs> You're the fucking analyst. You're the reporter. You should know these things. Tell me when. Am, am I going to stay in Boston? <laughs> yeah. You tell me. Are we even in? Bo- oh fuck, we're not even in Boston. I, I'm traded to Boston, but we're actually <laughs> playing in Milwaukee. Now. I don't know my fucking head from my fucking tails right now. And you're coming at me. And you're coming to ask me this. I didn't trade myself. Go fucking talk to Danny A. Go ask fucking What are you going to do with this guy? They told me I was going to stay in Phoenix all fucking year. What do I know? I don't know nothing. That would be more realistic. That would be a more realistic answer, Isaiah Thomas. Or any player when you get traded. When they're asking you all these questions like, how's it going to be? And what's the staff like? I have no fucking clue. All I know is that I had two cars and a nice house. Last night. In Phoenix. And I've been in a fucking hotel for the last 30 days. I haven't seen my fucking kids in a month. Right. My daughter won't speak to me because I missed her seventh birthday. Yeah, and it's... Fuck you, man. (laughs) I don't know what the fuck is going on. Word. Yo, Stefan Curry. Let's just do a Stefan Curry shout out. How fucking ill is Stefan Curry? In my opinion, he is the best shooter... The game has ever seen. Why? Not only can he shoot, but he can create his shot off the dribble from deep. So he doesn't have to create the shot to get by you to drive. He could create space with the handle and shoot a deep shot with accuracy. And perfect form every time. I've never seen a, a player shoot off balance and still look like he has perfect form. Like when somehow, like when he's off balance, it still looks perfect. Like when he's on balance, it looks perfect. But like you know, how he's on the wrong foot. Yep. Like he's perfected the technique of shooting. He's perfected he had, that shit. He had to just by, just on the outcome and the frequency. You know, have you ever seen anyone shoot like that? And you're we've seen World B. We've seen Larry Bird. We see Reggie Miller. Do you think they nah, can come close nah, to that? Nah, he's on some other There's shit. There's some other shit. Stephon Curry's on some some other shit. Right, and we seem great shooters. Yeah, man. I, I, I've never seen any. And, you know, it's the thing. It's like when he shoots threes, they look like threes because he's six foot three, six foot three and a half at the most. He's definitely not six four. There's no fucking way Stephon Curry is six four. <laughs> this is the I Am Rapport podcast. We're signing off. American Giant is a sponsor of the Iron Rappaport podcast. American Giant. Champion can't fuck with this, yo. American made, American manufactured clothes. Check it out. AmericanGiant.com. Friend of the show from day one. We're doing the damn thing. And we're going out to this beat. <laughs>